Welcome to Doom Scroll, everyone. I'm Matthew Sheffield. <laughs> I'm Lisa Curry. And we're joined today again by Lance Axumit. He's a associate editor with Flux. Welcome to the show again, Lance. Thank you. A returning champion, second time around. Excited for it. Yeah, That's thanks right. for being on again. Yeah. All right. Well, so th- it is a, as things usually are lately, it is a very full news week that we have to talk about. The, I mean, there's just so much, it's hard to, hard it's to, it's amazing. It's great. Um, we don't live in yeah. hell. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have to say though, the, the House Republicans, they used to be back in the, in the day when Republicans and Democrats would have their debates over government shutdowns and whatnot. That it would be between the two parties over what who wanted what. Mm-hmm. Now the Republicans are having the debate entirely within their own party. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> yep. And so now Mike Johnson, the insane evangelical who is the Speaker of the House, is he's trying to placate the lunatic wing of his party by having a double whammy. He's calling it. uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's he's having what he's calling a a staggered CR. Yeah, something like that's right. Yeah, so because like they all anyway, so he's basically they're they're trying to pass half of the budget at first, and then the half of the budget second, and it's just nonsense. And like they're all angry at each other. And the the most awful thing about it is that the Republicans are trying to they were trying to make it so that you could be fired in a state if you used birth control. Um, It's amazing that the party of like small government continues to like, I guess what they mean by small government is small enough that it go, it can be inserted into my uterus and decide decide what goes on in there. Then maybe that's what they mean by small government. Cause what? Yeah. It's like, they've always been about small enough government that it can't stop them from oppressing who they want to oppress is essentially all it ever was. (laughs) Yeah, basically. And so, no, and they're just keep uh, going after each other. And, and so, but Johnson was, he wanted to do basically the same thing that Kevin McCarthy got fired for essentially just with two bills instead of one. So like Kevin McCarthy said, we're going to pass the same budget, continue it at the same funding levels, but we're going to do it with one bill. And Mike, and Mike Johnson's new and improved version is, hey, we'll use two bills. he's such a lunatic i I mean i don't understand how we can pretend that republicans still operate that they're still that they have any amount of separation of church and state when they're saying in interviews like oh i i make all of my decisions according to what the bible tells me i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut my own head off what (laughs) are we doing they completely do not believe that there is a separation of church and state. Yeah, like, no. That's, it, shouldn't, the, it shouldn't happen. The Establishment Clause does not mean that Congress can't be filled with a bunch of religious lunatics. <laughs> they, it's always been their problem. Like, separation of church and state, they'll like go on rants about how it's not in the Constitution and then won't actually quote the Constitution to you, which I find <laughs> no, slightly suspicious. Have read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Read well, it. well, and it's also that they're, like, the media doesn't highlight this stuff. Because you, you can imagine the Democrats are like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody, so I'm not going to say anything about this stuff. But the news media, you should probably tell people 
that this insane Christian fundamentalist is the Speaker of the House. Maybe they might want to know that. That might be helpful to people who are not Christians that are voting for Republicans, because, I mean, I'm sure there's at least some of them, right? But no, they don't They don't talk about this stuff. They're, they're, they're also afraid to talk about it, and it's bullshit. Yeah, it's like, I wasn't the thing that even Jesus couldn't manage the House <laughs> reps right now. Uh, yeah, like, and they're saying that. That's that's yeah. not us making a joke. <laughs> no, no it's, but like, I mean, to be fair, like, of course, Jesus couldn't manage the House reps. He would, they probably would have, like, created a a resolution condemning him for being anti-Semitic and then paid a bunch of money for him to be bombed to death because he's a Palestinian. So, like, that's probably yeah. what would have happened. That's exactly what would have happened. They would have been like, he's he turned on us. Uh. <laughs> Turn he's the, yeah. the never-Trumper, so we're getting rid of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and then, uh, speaking of Trump, though, he's, he's trying to make sure people don't forget about him, and so he's going around the country now at his rallies. Basically, trying to, to tell people he's he really is actually going to do a fascism and he's got people stephen miller the loathsome speechwriter slash ghoul reptilian uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're literally drawing up plans to create effectively concentration camps for unauthorized immigrants that they can store them all in 10 million people that is the goal and then on top of that, they're going to turn over a bunch of powers to this John McGinty guy who, like, that's just a, such a classic Trump story that we really, we, we can't not talk about it. I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> that's a segue for you, Lisa. No, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I never, I never understand wanting to round people up and lock them up. That seems like too much responsibility. Like I crate trained my dog and it was a pain in the ass. And that was a German shepherd for six months. Like this is, we're talking about millions of people for decades. Why? why? Who wants to be in charge of people? Well, in Trump's case, the German shepherds won't be on the inside of the cages. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's crazy because not only is he talking about like rounding all these people up, he's talking about like turning people who are here legally into illegal aliens by, he also mentioned that anybody who like speaks out against Israel or anyone who pretty much is in any form against what he thinks they should be revoking their legal status. Like if they're, if they're over for a student visa and that sort of thing. If they would deport me, I mean, I (laughs) would be so thrilled. (laughs) I think they're thinking more people from other countries who are here. Let me out. Well, that means we could get Melania deported perhaps. (laughs) It's also like, am I, misunderstanding everything and listen i am a lot of the times but uh, but (laughs) when trump was saying like all of his supporters were so excited to hear him say like the kids of immigrants that were born here he wants to throw them out and not give them citizenship i'm like do you want to get rid of the 14th amendment then did you bother telling anyone that that's what that is that that you're fucking with the constitution because yeah. I thought you guys were all like originalists or whatever. No, oh, no, but the, you forget the bill of rights was not originally in the constitution. So there we oh, go. So there we go. Loop. There's the loophole. <laughs> and the Great 14th point. amendment was a slavery amendment. So that's another reason it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. um, it's interesting. The things that don't count. I mean, that's kind of like I sleep with a guy one time and I'm like, well, that's not, that's not, that doesn't count. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, so 
Oh, no, go ahead, Lance. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like the whole getting rid of birthright citizenship is just like another step in in the direction they want because they want to be able to get rid of citizenship for anybody who disagrees with them. They start with the the student visas and all that stuff, work visas for immigrants. And then if they can just be like, oh, yeah, you're born here, but your parents weren't, so you're not a citizen. The next step is, oh, you're born here, your parents were born here, but you don't have American views, then also you should mm-hmm. probably go somewhere else. Well, your great-great-grandparents weren't born here, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we trust you? <laughs> yeah. yeah how, well, how did McEntee get like charged with all of this? Like, wh- how is the, is he the guy who's like helping him create these plat these plans or like, well, okay. So yeah, John McEntee, like he is the, like the quintessential Trumpian bureaucratic person. So he was, he was literally worked. He started working for Trump as the guy who carried his luggage. Oh yeah, that's right. and within <laughs> yeah, within within a, a few I guess months, he went from like maybe or maybe a year or so, he went from carrying Trump's luggage to running the White House Office of Personnel. <laughs> yep. I don't understand uh, it. It takes a yeah. layer longer to become GM of a restaurant. <laughs> no, it really does. No, and like and this guy is he's he 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 literally was going through and making like an enemies list of various executive branch officials that he thought were not sufficiently loyal to Trump. But then he was also kind of doing his own personal thing as well, in which he would, he he made it a point to hire ugly men to work for him and attractive young women (laughs) to work for him also. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like the total Trumpian story. You know what? This does remind me, I, I used to work for a crazy French man. And I mean, that's, when people would come in and apply for jobs, he would want us to take the application and then grade their looks from (laughs) A plus to F. (laughs) And then he would, anyone below like a B plus, he would throw their application out. And I'm like, I'm not putting anything. I would be like, Oh, I just walked in and there was an application on the bar. I'm not writing. Like this is so psychotic. So the original hot or not.com is that what it was? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Essentially, was my my boss at a restaurant. <laughs> so this guy yeah. went from the the kid who would move Trump's golf ball back onto the green from the rough to <laughs> well, uh, well, oh. well. Technically, not the golf caddy. He was his, like when he was the president. But yes, basically, essentially, uh, the bag the bags guy, and and then he oh, and then on top of that, while he was there, he decided to forge a military order to withdraw all American troops from Afghanistan and Somalia. And he pretended that the military had generated it and he gave it to Trump and Trump signed it. And then the military, they like, this is, this is the most bonkers story. They, we live they, in the stupidest time. <laughs> we really do. And, and so, so Trump signed it and then they gave it back to the military and the guys are like, what? We never saw this. What 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 the hell is this? It sounds and fucked then they up. Threw but it I w- in the trash can. <laughs> it sounds fucked up. But I wish somebody had done that during Bush's presidency when we were when he went into oh Iraq. Goodness. Like, right. oh yeah, I I don't know. I just found this paper. They wanted me to give it to you. It says we got to pull out of Iraq. <laughs> Cheney would have had like his thirtieth heart attack at that. Moment, so. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that would have gotten by him. Well, yeah, no. yeah I mean. No, this and then and then on top of that, so so John McCanty, after he left Trump, the White House, he then went and started a right wing dating website. Uh, <laughs> the the right stuff, right? 
the right stuff. Yes. And I actually, I actually wrote about it when it shortly after it came out and it's like, it's, you, you wouldn't be surprised to learn that there, this is like the seventh or eighth right wing dating website because like, <laughs> they, they all think that everybody else is a bunch of snowflakes, but they need their own dating website. <laughs> like, they don't, they realize that like that already exists. Farmers baby. Like that's yeah, where it's already <laughs> They're there. <laughs> Well, and that's, yeah, really, and the, and it's just gone completely in the toilet, and no that's women like, signed up for the website either. And, <laughs> of course not. I mean, do, aren't they meeting plenty of people at the Lisa? Trump rallies? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think they're trying to find people who are not on the sex offender li- list, Lisa. Oh, so that is tough. <laughs> that is tough. Yeah. I think my personal favorite McEntee little tidbit was that he, he got onto, who is it, Ben Carson, I think, for liking uh, Taylor Swift tweet because the Taylor Swift was holding like Biden cookies or something. And so I I think he probably tried to get Ben Carson killed or something and missed and and got Herman Cain. I don't know. I I mean, Ben Carson's asleep all the time anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Who would notice? (laughs) It's funny because did he then, I mean, I assume, and maybe this is too, too internet brain of me, but there was that, famously, I guess, on the internet, Ted Cruz had faved a porn tweet. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I remember that. (laughs) Did he not bring that up? (laughs) Is that not (laughs) up for discussion? Like, okay, so Taylor Swift is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, according to Ted, it was was an assistant who did it by accident. Uh, Ah, yes. uh... (laughs) Just like his tickets were bought out of Texas during the snowstorm on accident. Yeah, yeah. That's he had right. no idea. He, he, he only meant to bookmark it, you guys. Not, <laughs> yeah. not favorite it. For later, for later use. Research purposes. Research. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to hear? You want to do the next segue there? The Tim Scott. Oh, stuff. yeah. Absolutely. Hey, speaking of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Scott's uh-huh. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, um, my girlfriend doesn't go here, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was, oh shit, I'm ruining it already. In the Brady Bunch, what was her fake boyfriend's name? Like, oh, yeah. something glass, wasn't it? She's like looking around the table and there's a glass <laughs> and then there's a clock or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he apparently had like a possibly fake girlfriend and then suddenly dropped out of the race and his staff didn't know until they saw him on Fox News, which I mean, I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> that's what you get for working for Tim Scott. I'm sorry. Yeah. These people deserve to be in charge of America. That's what they're doing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like, and it is, it is hilarious though, because, so because Scott had never been married uh, and he's like, what, 53 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, it's so of course in the Republican world, that means that you're gay uh, because no, no man would ever not want to be married for that long unless he was gay. Well, there's that. And it's also like <laughs> they've created, this is, this is, their own problem that they've created and now they're facing the consequences of it is like making gay bad. So now Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, he could be gay. So that means he couldn't possibly be president or he couldn't, I mean, he can't be president for so many other reasons, (laughs) but it's like somebody's sexuality is not part of a reason. That's insane. 
Not, yeah. not according to Matt Schlapp, who is also, I think, I think he got in trouble recently for sexually assaulting a male co-worker. He, multiple he's been, for research yeah, multiple purposes. Ones, for research purposes. <laughs> Matt Schlapp, whose last name sounds exactly like somebody's balls hitting a chair. Uh, <laughs> it's like the ultimate gay porn name. Right? Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. He, he said that, that Donald Trump would be electing a gay VP if he gave it to Tim Scott. So, like, it, it's it's like this weird... Um, it's just weird, like, there's this culture, and it's very much online culture of, like, these so straight bros, they're gay. Like, there's, it's, like, the, like, all those guys who are just like, oh, they hate women so much, and, but yet they completely need, need this visual. Oh, Nick, Nick Fuentes. Yeah, actually. like, Fuentes, <laughs> all those guys, um, right? I think they, that, they kind of fall in that category. <laughs> Yeah, having a relationship with a woman is gay, according yep. to him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Simply being alive is. Yeah. Andrew Tate went this guy, and they're like, oh, you're so manly that even being around a woman is too feminine for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so uh, hilarious because these guys spend their whole day like looking at Andrew Tate online or that Dan Bilzerain or whatever the fuck I or like, used to yeah. know how oh, to yeah, pronounce yeah, his last yeah, name. The biggest gun guy, right? He's hell, yeah. like, have you seen all the pictures that Jordan Peterson's fans paint of him? No. Like, <laughs> it is it's it is disturbing. Like he's constantly posting on his Twitter like his the fan art that people send him. Like I people have made murals of this guy. People have made like yeah. they constantly send him drawings of him crying or various other strange <laughs> when when skynet finally takes over it's going to be this like intensely homoerotic ai program that's been fed too many too many prompts by people trying to get them to make really muscular <laughs> peterson photos <laughs> and and donald trump on the eagle yeah and, uh, the ai I'm is gonna sure. take over and we're all screwed guys yeah the world would be a much better place if like so many republican men would just come out of the closet please for god's sake it would be better for us but probably not for the gay community. I can't imagine unleashing a yeah. deeper hell on those guys right now. Yeah, they don't want that. They don't deserve that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, guys, don't don't send me <laughs> emails about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, although, but speaking of crazy people, though, Jill Stein, the former Green Party presidential candidate, and Vladimir Putin pen pal and general insane person she's going <laughs> to run again for the president because God like bless. we don't have enough deranged psychopath lefties out there running for president we need more of them we cornell west wasn't enough we need jill stein to get in the race and rfk jr or like whatever he is like <laughs> this is clearly like a republican like and there is a term in the in the campaign world it's rat fucking is what they call it that's what oh. this is Yes. I, I do think there is a distinction, though, between grifters and cranks. And I do think that, like, RFK, 100%, he is a grifter. Like, I, I definitely believe that he is there to, like, get himself back into some sort of prominence or whatever. I don't know, I don't know what mm -hmm. he's attempting to do. He's running out of the, the estate uh, money. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Jill Stein, she's too boring for me to really pay much attention to. <laughs> so I haven't really, I haven't kept up with what she's up to. Cornell West, I think he's a, I think he's a genuine person. I don't think he's a grifter. He is a crank a bit. But and well, he I, owes hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. in child support. Is the I'm issue? I'm sure he and taxes. He does. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so. there's a lot of people, a lot of Quakers. Not not 
not quacks, but Quakers out there who refuse to pay taxes too because we're paying to kill a bunch of people. I don't want to pay taxes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't be too mad at that until the billionaires do it, and then I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you got billions of dollars to pay taxes, then come on, man. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then, and then of course, uh, so the the term rat fucking, though, just for those who haven't heard it, it, it it, it was really popular in the Nixon years, of course, right? And basically, it's the idea of running fake candidates and messing in the other, the opposition party's primary and stuff just to mess with them. And I mean, if like, that's run, basically like... all Republicans are doing now. Like, they can't, they've basically given up trying to win a normal election, a fair way, because they can't. I feel like if we're going to run fake candidates, I would like to be thrown into the ring. I mean, it looks like fun. You get a lot of attention. I mean, I'm sure my Instagram numbers would go through the fucking roof. I could get a book deal. Sounds great. No, for sure. Like they just ran a poll where it showed that unnamed Democrat pulled 13% higher than Joe Biden. So like (laughs) essentially if you just throw in a blank person, they do better than Biden does. Yeah. He's uh, not doing great right now. Yeah. Embracing genocide didn't work for him. No. It was bad. Bad look. Bad look. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a a little embarrassing. A lot of embarrassing. I I would love for somebody to primary him, but I don't think... RFK is not that man. (laughs) No, I feel like... Unfortunately, no. He's he's not. Neither is Marianne Williamson. I mean, there's a list of... Sorry. Oh, you're fine. That was Joe Biden calling, actually. He's like, hey, I heard what you had to say. (laughs) He's like, I saw the photos of the babies. And it's like, we all need to be that, sir. That was was too articulate. It it wasn't that. It was more fumbling. Yeah. Although I I will say it is good. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say it is good seeing some other countries out there saying, actually saying you you can't do this anymore guys you've got to stop this yeah mm-hmm. uh, like france emmanuel macron was coming out hard against that which is which is good we need which is finally good because like two weeks ago he's throwing people in prison for saying it so now that he's saying it, it seems a little strange but good for him for finally i don't know having a little bit of i, wonder, I, don't, I wouldn't say morals but yeah i wonder if people just get to a point where they see so much evidence that they're like now i just feel silly and it's also like, how can you, it's not like, I feel like with each, with each new genocide, uh, <laughs> it is harder and harder to deny what is going on because we're all interconnected that we're seeing this shit on Twitter. We yeah. can, you and I can verify what we're seeing mm. with our own eyes. I, uh, yeah. I feel like I, I, maybe I'm a bit more cynical. I don't think it has anything to do with like the evidence. These guys have known what yeah. has been happening in Palestine, mm-hmm. like before October 7th, like they've known how terrible it was for years and they were still all about it. It's mostly, I think a lot, for France in particular, it was about, well, people went out into the streets and shut down the country. So mm-hmm. like, he's like, oh crap. He's already got a tenuous electorate putting mm-hmm. him in power. So he mm-hmm. can't handle he can't handle that. So I wish we had a little bit more tenuous. Uh, Biden yeah. a little, well, I guess he does have a bit tenuous grasp I, on power at the moment. I do admire. I don't like the French for any other reason. <laughs> but, I do, but I do admire Christ. that they will protest about anything. They're like, we're you. Oh, you're going to raise the retirement age by six months. Fuck you. We're yep. shutting your electricity <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, yep, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it, it does look like, though, that. 
Biden has started saying a few things about, look, you guys have to stop doing this. And I did finally get them to do some at least temporary ceasefires, regular. regular. And and actually, well, you know what? It, well, just to go back, though, for a second. that So the Republicans did have their presidential debate before uh, Tim Scott dropped out. Um, the Republicans had their, what was it, fourth presidential debate? I don't know how many of their, like, the only people left watching them are people hate watching them or, or ridiculing them. Like, mm-hmm. so I couldn't even get myself to do that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, but like, and, and that's really all, all that comes out of these stories or debates now is just who can come up with the dubious attack line and who says the most insane things. So like Vivek Ramaswamy said, he wants to build a border wall with Canada. Uh, <laughs> in the debate. I am convinced. I'm like, I don't think he's a serious, he's a serious person. I think nope. that he's, no way. he's an internet troll come to life. And I'm like, when people, I've had friends that are like getting worked up about him and getting upset. I'm like, this is not a real person he's saying the most outlandish things he can at every turn and that's just his whole that's his whole thing yeah well i think he's also a ringer for trump like basically because he never Mm -hmm. criticizes trump in these events and basically he's he is serving as a proxy for trump to bash everybody else that's essentially (laughs) what he does and i like and he's his goal is to make the the horrible evil shit that trump says look sane by comparison because all right fine we'll compromise we will build a border wall with canada (laughs) we'll only build one border wall you guys that's the moderate position and it's trump (laughs) that's basically i think what it is but no and then so and then so you got him saying all this nonsense and then and the other headline out of that debate was that Ron DeSantis, people were making fun of him for his boots. Uh, for his, his high heel boots. I reviewed that boots. footage and 100% he's wearing high heel boots. <laughs> yeah. He had a Disney wedding. What could be more damning than that? Just come out and say you're wearing high heels, man. You were a Disney adult. <laughs> I, I can't like I can't believe like I was one of those people three years ago where I legitimately thought Ron DeSantis was like a threat as far as like so there's a very good chance he could get the presidency. This was mm-hmm. before I yeah. didn't talk about it. Oh, apparently. a lot of people thought that. But, I did not, but, but yeah. But like <laughs> I, I thought it was so much a threat that like I went out and bought a bunch of Ron DeSantis web domains so that way they would have to buy them back for me and hold them hostage. Uh, I let them lapse before it came time before he announced I was stopped paying attention. <laughs> I didn't realize I should have bought like dainty DeSantis shoes or something. But, uh, but yeah, no, like he is the least charismatic, least likable person. Like I thought, I thought Hillary Clinton was very unlikable, but this man makes Hillary Clinton look like a warm grandma that I want to invite <laughs> to my home and yeah. have conversations with. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it is so pathetic though. Like all of these, Loser also ran candidates. They're billionaire thirst traps. That's what these people <laughs> are. They serve. They have no no ideas. They have. They won't. They're too cowardly to say anything about Trump. So literally, all they do is just come up with the most absurd talking points to stroke whoever billionaire that they are trying to curry favor with at the moment. They, they claimed that they don't like Trump, but then they do nothing about him. Like. Yeah. It's, it's so pathetic, but it, it's so Republican. It really yeah. is. <laughs> it seems like everything on the Republican side and on the Democratic side, as far as these like 
candidates. It's essentially like what they can do to get a spot on television to be a pundit somewhere. It's like, okay, I'm going to run for president. So that way I've got a radio show for the next four years mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm on CNN for the next six months. But Which, like, <laughs> it's like, we're, our country is such a joke for that. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's so like, bad. It's like, just, just get on TikTok and do dumb dances, please. This is so, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like our, our politics has become uh, as seen on TV commercial info. <laughs> Mike, Mike Lindell is right there. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> and everybody running for the presidency seems to be like like the person in the those commercials, like the pasta pot where it's like, have you are you having trouble pouring noodles into a strainer? And there's like noodles flying on the ceiling. <laughs> the like, guy who can't flip an, om- flip an omelet. He's like flipping omelets is flipping impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's our president. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of yeah, is, basically. honestly. I don't think Biden could flip an omelet. <laughs> and not a, absolutely not. I don't know if he could crack an egg at this point. <laughs> He's falling apart. For his bones. Uh, yeah, well, one person who's definitely not cracking eggs is Marianne Trump. <laughs> Rest in peace. R.I.P. When I saw that she died, I just thought, like, you know what? Another opportunity for Trump to bury paperwork in her coffin because there's no fucking way <laughs> that they're that. He, well, uh, shit, I'm blanking on her name now. His ex-wife who died. Why is she buried on Naples. his golf course? Oh, yeah. I mean. Well, what? It was for tax purposes. <laughs> I'm serious. I didn't know. I'm like, serious. Yeah, yeah bring the value of the even yeah, bring no. the value of a golf course down if it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was but then no, in it's... October. It brings the value up, <laughs> and that's how he that's how he screws with his taxes. Value yeah. high, value low. No one knows. Yeah. That's right. Um, no, it, but it, I think it is something related to that. He got some credit if he had a cemetery plot or some shit like that. That's, that's why the they case, did it. You can bury people in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, yeah, that's right. You said you didn't want to pay taxes. So. Yeah. <laughs> There's a way to go about it. <laughs> uh, so you're in Colorado Springs right now. Mm, that was last weekend. I'm in Boulder oh, this it. weekend. Okay. You're fine. Boulder. I'm at a club called Comic Sense in Boulder this Friday and Saturday. I'm headlining. Been there. It's fantastic place, guys. I've been there. Comics. Oh, is fantastic. It's a good place. I love, I'm, I'm really excited. I was supposed to have two shows and then they just added two more. So I'm really stoked. And also this is a little bit farther out, but if you, if anybody's in Madison, I guess I'm plugging myself now, <laughs> but if anybody's in Madison, Wisconsin, I am filming my very first special next month, December 14th. So in four weeks, <sighs> Uh, so it's a Thursday at Comedy on State, and the ticket link just went live today. So please come out because there, there's going to be two shows, and I would love to sell them both out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes for you, Lisa. Thanks. Oh, and follow me on Instagram, Olympian Lisa Curry. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks so much. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. And then, Lance, people can get you. Where where can they follow you at? Yeah, you can follow where? me at, at, <laughs> at Twitter or just around on the street. That's cool too. <laughs> Lance's no. address will be in the show notes, so you can. Yep, follow I'll, be there. Uh, I'll be filming a new show called Driving Adam Driver, and it will be wonderful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, and then everybody, make sure to follow at Doom Scroll Show on Instagram and on Twitter, and you can get me at Matt Matt Sheffield. So that's it for this one. We'll see everybody next time. Bye.